Hello, and welcome to Fairview Christian Radio. My name is Nick Epperson, and I run this podcast. Right now, you're about to listen to one of our sermon podcasts. And before we get started, I need to let you know something. This is not meant to replace you going to church. If you're not based in a biblically sound church right now, you need to be because that's an expectation God has for all of us. Now, with all that being said, let's get started with the sermon, and I hope you find something edifying about it. God bless you. Thank God for that. Amen. Brother Scott has called me yesterday evening and said, I don't want to put you on short notice. I said, Brother, you ain't putting me on short notice. We need to be instant in season and out of season to minister God's word. Amen. Amen. And just like I told him, all we got to do is get on our knees. If we're sincere, God will give us a word. Amen. Amen. And this word, I, I, I had something else in my spirit. I went to a memorial yesterday over at Sister Dixie guys. I went to the memorial and seen some friends and talked to them. And I had something else in my spirit that I felt like God wanted me to preach. But when I got home last night, God changed all of it. Amen. Amen. And he began to show me, even in my own life, and I like what the brother said in Sunday school, he hit it dead on the hammer. It's what's in your heart, amen? Amen. (laughs) And see, that's what God is after in our lives today. He wants complete control over our hearts. Amen. 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 Complete control. Because you see, the heart is where all of our will, all of our emotions, everything centers in our heart. That wants to control our lives. And the enemy of our soul knows every device of them things. He knows your emotions. He knows all your weaknesses. And he works in them things against us. To keep us from doing one simple thing. And that's making Jesus Lord of our life. Because let me tell Chloe. When we make Jesus Lord of our life. Amen. Then struggles. Go away. Amen. Amen. They fall down. Why? Because they've got to bow. Amen. Amen. We're no longer living for our selfish desires. We're living to bring glory to God. We're living to bring honor and glory to Him, which is what He desires in our lives today. Amen. Amen. And this is my prayer. And and I'm going to share this with you just to encourage you how God began to show me these things in my own life. And most of you probably know I, I had a bad accident coming back from Sturgis, Amen. South Dakota, back in August of 2018. And I'm going to tell you something, people. We don't realize how, how close eternity is to us. Amen. I mean, Brother Lee, I see eternity oh. right in front of my eyes. Amen. But then I see the hand of God. Oh, Come on, man. Say, it's not time for you to go. Because I'm here on a motorcycle running between 75 and 80 miles an hour in a line of traffic where you got people and you got four lanes of traffic and they are moving and all they care about is where they're going. And they run me clear out of the line of traffic. I couldn't even get back into it. And thank God there was an exit. There was a V there, a pull-out exit. And I said, oh, God, just help me stop this bike. And I glanced at my speedometer, and I'm still running between 65 and 70 miles an hour. I probably got as far from that door over there to stop, if that far. 
When I looked at that speedometer, there was a hole right in front of my bike. Come on. It was in the concrete. It was probably two foot deep and three foot wide. I said, oh, God. That's, an old. That's the last thing I remembered about it. But by God's grace, Come on now. by God's grace, Amen. and an angel taking that bike and saying, it's not time for this Amen. to Move that bike. And I assure you, when he laid that bike down, if he hadn't tucked the pressure off of it, it would have busted me all to pieces. That's how awesome God is, and that's how his divine plans in our lives when we face eternity. If it's not our time to go, and we're in the will of God, God will preserve you. He will preserve you. But see, I begin to see things in my life that God wanted to work out of my life. Amen. Amen. Come on, we go through hardships, we go through trials, and we go through a lot of pain. God begins to work. Amen. Amen. He begins to show us ourselves what we're like on the inside. Amen. And you know what my prayer became? Lord, I want you to be Lord of my life. Amen. I want you to be Lord of my life. And as I began to think about these things over the, over the last two years, it's been a little over two years now, August 13th was two years, God began to show me something here in this scripture. And last night when I got here, I seen something in this scripture I've never seen, but I've seen myself in it. Amen. Hallelujah. Because we're no different from these servants. It was right here in this Bible. Hey, their life is a parallel to where we walk, walk and where God has called us to be. Amen. So if you would, I want you to take your Bibles and let's go over in the book of Matthew. And we're going to talk about Peter here. Amen. I love to preach about Peter. Because I can see a lot of my own life in Peter's life. Amen? Amen. And if you look real close and you'll admit it, you'll see a lot of your life in Peter's life. Amen? Amen. Now, Peter, he was a real, 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 he, he wanted to be a servant. Amen? Amen. <laughs> he wanted to be a servant. But here in the book of Matthew, chapter 16, yes, chapter 16, we're going to begin to read here in verse 13. And Jesus was doing something here, and he was searching for something in Peter that Peter was not aware of. Come on, Amen. The same way he is in us. Let's, let's begin reading here in uh, Matthew chapter 16, verse 13. It said, When Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Who do men say that I, the Son of Man, am? So they said, some say John the Baptist, some Elijah, and others, Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But he said to them, but who do you say that I am? Who do you say that I am, you see? He's, he's making a foundation here, because I want to stop right here for just a second and let you know what was going on here. In the region of Caesarea and Philippi, they were demonic strongholds here, and these people were worshiping false gods. Amen. All around, they were worshiping the gods of, of Rome, of Syria, and, and Philippi. They were false gods they were worshiping. Amen. So what's Jesus doing? He's building a foundation here when he asks this question. When he says, who do men, but who do you say that I am? Amen. Listen, at, listen at verse 16. Simon Peter answered and said, you are the Christ, the Son of the living Ooh, God. Gee, man. Yeah. Hallelujah. Now, I want you to catch on to what Jesus really revealed to Peter here. And this is a powerful revelation that he gave him. 
In verse 17, Jesus answered and said to him, Blessed are you, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Amen. See, God had let Peter know. Amen. And listen, what? Listen, now here, here is the revelation of the church right here. And it's the first time that it's mentioned, and the New Testament is right here. Amen. And Jesus himself gave this revelation to Peter. Amen. Amen. Listen to this. But he's looking for a lot more than what Peter's giving him. He said, and I also say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock I will build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And listen to what he said in verse 19. And I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. You may be seated. Amen. Amen. You see, what Jesus is looking for here in Peter, he's looking for a total heart commitment from right. him. Amen. Oh. He, see, Peter was walking in a place where he had struggled with so many things in his life, and he felt like he had everything under control. Oh, a lot of times we feel like as we go through things in our life, hey, when God's really trying to work something out of our life and draw us into a closer place with Him, we want to work these things yeah. out. Amen. Amen. And that's where Peter was at here in his life. But God, but Jesus, what's he doing? He's trying to get Peter to give him everything. Amen. He's trying to get him to open his heart and give him everything. But here's Peter, just a good example of where we're at in our own lives today. We want to do it ourselves. Amen. We want to work it out ourselves. You can go on, you can read the many different incidences in Peter's life. Or he, he even told Jesus, he said, he said, I will go with you even to death. Amen. Amen. If everybody else denies you, I will go on with you to, to death. Amen. Amen. But what did Jesus tell him? He said, before the cock crows, you'll deny me three times that you know me. Amen. Amen. You see, because he could see in Peter's heart that he had a love for Christ. But I want you to sense this in your heart now as we go through this. Just bear with me. You see, Peter had a love for Christ, but it was a filial love. Amen. It was a fleshly love. He, he cared for Jesus. He, he knew Jesus in the sense of being close to him, and he wanted to get closer to him. But the flesh part of him and the pride part of him separated him from him. That's the same struggle we fight today. It fights us to keep us from coming into that place and saying, Jesus, I want you to be Lord of my life. I want you to have complete control over everything in my life. I want to give you everything today, God, that no matter what I face, I can be assured you're going to carry me through it. You see, if you're going through something and it's real hard, if you have allowed the Lord to have everything, it makes it so much easier. Amen. That's where the struggles get so hard in our lives. We face things and we, we don't give God everything and we try to work them out ourselves and we end up failing God. Amen. 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 That's exactly what happened to Peter, wasn't it? Yep. He thought he had the strength in himself. He thought he had the strength that he wouldn't deny Christ. But the Bible says when he began to look and see what was going on, he followed afar off. Amen. He followed in a distance. Why? Because that pressing, that pressing 
Uh -huh. His flesh was rising up and he realized he was fixing to be faced uh -huh. with either admitting that he was a follower of Christ or denying. That's right. And it come right down to the basic yeah. fact of it when he went down there by that power. And there's in two different servant girls that said, you're also a follower of this man. Jesus, come on. I tell you, I do not know the man. Come on. You see why? Because that part of Peter, that part that Jesus was longing to break in his heart, the walls that was holding him out and not allowing Jesus' first place was not broken. Amen. So he went on. And another one asked him, said, your speech betrays you. <laughs> the Bible said he began to curse. <laughs> he even began to curse. I do not know the man. And then, one part of the scripture says, Jesus turned and looked at him immediately after he said it. Can you imagine the pain in Peter's heart at that moment? Amen. The Bible said he went out and he wept bitterly in the book of Luke. You can read it at some night. But you see, all during this process of Peter's life, I want you to stay with me here. Jesus is still trying. He had done given him a revelation of the church. Amen. And he told him, he said, he said, I, I build this church on, on my rock. Jesus was the rock. Amen? Amen. Jesus was the rock. And he said the gates of hell should not prevail against it. But the whole time you see Peter's warring in himself. He's warring. And that's the way we are every day of our lives. You see, Paul said, he said, I war in my members daily. See, we have to make a choice every day to submit our will. First of all, you've got to submit your will to the will of God. Amen. Second of all, you've got to su submit your mind, excuse me, your mind, your will, and your emotions to the will of God. Amen. Once you do that right there, then the Holy Spirit can begin to work and break down the barriers in our hearts that hold us from allowing Jesus to become Lord of our life. And I'm going to tell you something. Hey, it's not an easy test to do it. Amen? If I told you how to arrive at that place, I'd be lying to you. Because every day, there's something else that God begins to show me that He wants. Amen? And see, we have another struggle that we fight to get in that. Amen? Why? Because this flesh is so weak. But yet it wants to control our lives. And see, the enemy knows it. The same thing that we possess in our heart, the pride is what got him through out of heaven. So he takes the very things that are within us and uses them against us. He don't have to do much. The flesh does everything for it. Because we have such a struggle that can go with that pride. Amen. We don't like to humble ourselves. We don't like to go before people in humility. But that is what God is trying to work in our hearts, just like He was Peter. But you see, one thing I want to be assured of this morning. God ain't going to quit working on you. Amen? Amen. He's not going to quit working on you. Just because you fail God and you feel like, hey, this struggle won't never end. I'm too weak. I'll never regain strength. I won't never get where you want me to be. That's a lie from hell. Amen? Amen. Amen. If that had been so, what would have happened to Peter? Right. Here Peter is, and he's so broken. He's so broken, Brother Lee. After Amen. he denied Jesus, he just goes back to fishing. 
He forgets about preaching and being a disciple of Christ. And the Bible said all the other disciples followed him. They just go back to their way of living. Why? Because they don't feel like Brother Nick there's anything else for them to do. They don't, he doesn't play on God's behalf. What's the use? But was Jesus through with Peter? Oh, no. Oh, no. He wasn't through with him. Amen. He still had a plan, and he still had a purpose, and he was still working it out. Even though Peter couldn't see the plan of God at that moment, he found out it was useless. God was still in control. Amen. And that's the same way in your life today. That's the same way in my life. You may feel like sometimes, God, I just don't know which way to go anymore. There's so many things done went wrong, God. I don't know what to do. I don't know where to go. I don't know which way to go. But if you just humble your heart and trust God and fall on your knees and say, Lord, I want you to be Lord of my life. I'm tired of being Lord of my life. I'm tired of trying to control my life. I want you to become yes, Lord of my life. You see, Peter had to come to that place. Amen. And we're going to go over here and take a little journey where Peter went. Amen. Amen. But you know, a lot of people say, well, what happened? This is where Peter got restored right here. Amen. Amen. And you know, that's the thing that I really love about God so much. Amen. He's a God of restoration. Amen. He started restoring right there, Sister Michelle, right there in the Garden of Eden. He started restoring when the Bible said he made coats of skins to cover Adam and Eve's nakedness. Amen. Amen. See, that was the first blood sacrifice. He started restoration right there, and he is a God of restoration. Amen. Amen. He ain't no good working on you. Amen. Just give yourself to him. Amen. Amen. Let's go over to the book of John chapter 21. I love this story. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. John 21. Hallelujah. This just makes you rejoice right here. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. It says, it says here, in other words, it says that this was the, uh, after these things, Jesus showed himself again to the disciples at the Sea of Tiberias. And in this way, he showed himself. Simon Peter, Thomas called the twin, Nathaniel of Canaan in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, and two others of his disciples were together. Simon Peter said to him, I'm going fishing. I am going fishing. They said to him, we are going with you also. Hallelujah. They went out and immediately got into the boat, and that night they caught nothing. See, Jesus had a divine plan right here waiting on Peter. He had a divine plan of restoration waiting on his life. Look at this. It said, But when the morning had now come, Jesus stood on the shore, yet the disciples did not know that it was Jesus. Then Jesus said to them, Children, have you any food? They answered him, no. And he said to them, cast the net on the right side of the boat and you will find some. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, Listen to this, man. So they cast. And now they were not able to draw it in because of the multitude of fish. Amen. Hallelujah. Therefore that disciple whom Jesus loved said to Peter, it is the Lord. <laughs> now when Simon Peter heard that it was the Lord, he put on his 
outer garment before he had removed it and plunged into the sea. <laughs> See, he, he had done started thinking right there. What is going on here? Peter had done started thinking, what is going on here? Let's go on with this. This is good. It said in verse 8, but the other disciples came in, the little boat, for they were not far from land, but about 200 cubits, dragging the net with fish. Then as soon as they had come to land, they saw a fire of coals there and fish laid on it and bread. Amen. Jesus had done cooked them a breakfast. Well, did he have a plan for Peter here? Amen. Verse 10 says, Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have just caught. Simon Peter went up and dragged the net to land full of large fish, 153. And although there were so many, the net was not broken. See, God had did a supernatural thing here to awaken them to what he was fixing to do. Amen? Amen. Listen to this. Jesus said to them, come and eat breakfast. Yet none of the disciples dared ask him, who are you? Knowing that it was the Lord. Amen. They knew it was the Lord then. Jesus then came and took the bread and gave it to them, and likewise the fish. This is now the third time Jesus showed himself to his disciples after he was raised from the dead. Here's where we see where Jesus is doing a divine work in Peter's heart. Amen. And, and, he, and he, 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 he pours it out on Peter. Listen to what he said in verse 15. He said, so when they had eaten breakfast, Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? <laughs> He said to him, Yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, Feed my lambs. He's telling them to get out there and start preaching his word again and get back to the work that he called him to do. Amen. And old Peter's here. He's still just, he's still holding on to that part of his flesh. You see, that flesh part, because this is filial love when he speaks to Jesus. But see, Jesus is going for the agape love. That's why he asked him three times. People say, why did he ask Peter three times? He's trying to say, here, this agape love is going to change you, Peter. Amen. It's going to change you. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen to what he told him here in verse uh, 16. He said to him again a second time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? <laughs> he said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, pin my sheep. Amen. See, Peter had quit doing what God had called him to do. He felt like it was useless. Verse 17, he said to him the third time, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me? Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know all things. You know that I love you. Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Amen. Here's where complete restoration begins to come into Peter's heart right here. Verse 18, he said, Most assuredly, I say to you, when you were younger, you girded yourself and walked where you wish. But when you are old, you will stretch out your hands, and another will gird you and carry you where you do not wish. He was telling him, it says here, this he spoke, signifying by what death he would glorify God. And when he had spoken this, he said to him, Follow me. You see, and according to what I've studied and scholars, what they taught, Peter was actually crucified, but he would not allow him to crucify him on his feet. He made him stand him on his head and turn him upside down. Why? He said, I'm not worthy to die as my Lord. How many of you have ever seen the movie, movie Peter and Paul? 
Amen. Oh, if you've never seen it, watch it. The old version, the first movie that they came out with back in the 80s, it will, it will tear your heart out because it shows when they took Peter and he made him stand him on his head and they drove him spikes in his hand and his feet and crucified him on his head. Amen. And it, it, it makes you realize that's the kind of love that God has for us. Amen. Amen. That's the kind of love, you see, that Jesus had for Peter. He just wanted him to make him Lord of his life. Amen. Amen. That's what God's searching for in the body of Christ today. He wants us to make him Lord and let him have control of everything. And church, if, if we would just realize that is the most blessed place we could ever walk with God. Amen. is by allowing him to be Lord of our life. And saying, Lord, guide me and lead me in the knowledge of your perfect will today. For I don't know how to walk without you. Amen. And you see, we don't know how to walk without him. Amen. You can go on right here after Peter was restored. I remember parts of the movie, you know, it showed the struggles that he went to till he came to this place. Amen. But you can go on right here and go on to the book of Acts. And the Bible says that when they come out of that upper room, hallelujah, and Peter began to speak, oh God, and he began to preach the word of God, amen, and the glory of God began to pour out, and the power of God began to pour out, and God began to do miracles. God began to pour out his spirit. The Bible says that 3,000 souls were added to the church the first message he preached. Can you imagine, amen? And here was a man that thought he would never walk in that place. But God, in his mercy and love for Peter, brought him to that place. He brought restoration to his life, even in all the struggles that he had. Even in all the hardships, all the failures. And sometimes you may be in here today and you feel the same way. I felt that way even since I had that accident. God, I just don't see. I just don't know. God, there's nobody out here in this ministry to help. God is there to help people. Don't allow the enemy to tell you that God is not with you in the midst of what he's called you to do. Because God is going before you. And he will never leave us, don't forsake us. It's us, just like Peter. And not allow him to be first. We make the decision to fail. Amen. But does God quit loving us in that? No. <laughs> He'll love you to the very end. Amen. Amen. He is a God of all mercy and comfort. Amen. To comfort you in whatever you're going through, whether it's a physical affliction, it's a spiritual one, or it's an outright attack of Satan. Amen. And let me tell you, he'll bring them to you. Why? Because he hates the fact that God is so merciful, he's working in our hearts to bring us to that place Amen. that we make him Lord. <laughs> and you know what? The more you fall in love with Jesus, the more you don't want to make him Lord. Amen? Amen. We figure out, hey, we're gaining everything. <laughs> We're gaining everything. Amen. We're not losing anything. I want to read this right here. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Amen. Right back over here in, in the book of Matthew where we was at. I want to read this. The Spirit just quickened me to it. Amen. Let me find it here. Hallelujah. Take me a little bit. I'll put my marker on my Bible. Here it is. Amen. You see, really, if you, you really 
You go on from right there in the point where Jesus had revealed the church, the revelation of the church to Peter. You can go right past that right there. And he, he begins to predict his death and his resurrection to them. He's letting them know what he's fixing the face. Amen. And you go right there in and, and, and verse 21. It said from that time, uh, Matthew 16, from that time Jesus began to show to his disciples that he must go to Jerusalem and suffer many things from the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised the third day. Look at verse 22. Then Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him, saying, Far be it from you, Lord. This shall not happen to you. Listen to what he told Peter in verse 23. But he turned and said to Peter, Get behind me, Satan. You are an offense to me. For you are not mindful of the things of God, but the things of men. And listen to what Jesus said on down here in these verses 24 through 27. He said, Then Jesus said to his disciples, See, he's still working on Peter right here. Amen. If anyone desires to come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever desires to save his life will lose it. We're talking about eternal life here. Amen. Amen. And he says, But whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what profit is it to a man if he gains the whole world and loses his own soul? Mm -hmm. Or what will a man give in exchange for his soul? Mm -hmm. For the Son of Man will come to the glory of his Father with his angels, and then he will reward each according to his works. I can assure you right now, if we could look into the portals of bottom parts of hell right now, and we could see the souls that have had so many chances while they were here on this earth to cry out to Jesus in the moment when his spirit was drawing them, our hearts would be broken for the fact that they can never, never have another chance to be saved. Let me tell you the most important thing we can do. The most important thing we can do is allow Jesus to become Lord of our life today. Amen. Amen. Don't, don't allow your selfish desires to keep you from that place of saying, Lord, be the Lord of my life today. Because see, that's all the enemy wants. He don't want you to make Jesus Lord in your life. He wants you to hold on to the, the parts that are holding you from the most perfect peace you'll ever know. Amen. See, we don't know that perfect peace because we struggle with what we want to do in our lives. Amen. We struggle with control of our lives. Oh, but when we say, here, Lord, I give it to you, everything begins to change. Amen. You ever been in a situation where you felt like the devil was he was raining down on you and nothing was going to change? But when you got on your face and said, God, I know that your word says greater are you that's in me than he that's of this world. And all of a sudden, everything began to change. When we see God, it will change. You see, that's a form of humility. God allows us to know. You can't do it yourself. You can't do it yourself. I look back over my own life and all the struggles of 26 years of ministry. And if I told you the last 15 of them, it'd be easy, I'd be laughing. A lot of times I wanted to throw it out the window, Michelle. I wanted to quit. Why? Because I didn't make Jesus Lord in my life. Amen? Amen. So what's Jesus after in this? You see, when we make him Lord of our life, I want you to catch this. 
He begins to shine out. <laughs> he begins to shine out to the world. See, that's the only way they can see Jesus in us. He's got to be Lord of our life. Yes, I'm telling you, I'm, I pray every person in here this morning is saved. That's the most glorious and the greatest miracle will ever take Amen. place. But salvation is only the beginning. Amen. Jesus wants to be Lord of all. All of our heart. Amen. Amen. Don't hold it back this morning. You may be in here this morning and you're struggling with something in your life and it, it's been a battle for you for a long time. And hey, I can, I can relate to you. <laughs> I can relate to you. But see, God will even bring things into our life to bring us to the realization, hey, that I'm still trying to get that out of you. I want these things out so I can shine through. Amen. Amen. It may be pride. It may be something you struggle with and you, you've asked God to help you overcome it. But see, you won't never overcome it. You say, Lord, I want to give it all to you. Amen. I want you to be Lord of everything in my life. Everything. I don't want nothing behind me. God, I want to know that you're Lord of my life. Amen. Amen. And when we do that right there, hallelujah. Hey, that's when we just got free. Amen. Amen. Boy, let me tell you something. When you get free in the Holy Ghost and you can do God's work, you, you've got a zeal in you. I can remember one time God done a supernatural work in my heart one night at a bike rally, and I'm over here asleep in my car, and I am so discouraged, Michelle. I'm saying, God, I don't know why in the world I can preach to these people in the morning. I don't know why in the world God would move these people and all of a sudden Jesus walked by my car oh, and he said, I'm the reason that you're here. I am the one who did you take Obey me. Looking at the circumstances. <laughs> and from that moment on, I'll never forget that sermon. I asked him, I said, what do you need this morning? Jesus is passing by. Hallelujah. God began to pour his spirit out. I began to pray for people like I never had. And God said, see, all I want you to do is get off that pity pot you was on. Having a party with it. And that's where we get in our lives. See, just because I've done work four bike rallies and every one of them in a week in a row, and the guy calls me and said, I can't be up there in the morning to preach. And he calls me on Saturday. And I said, man, are you kidding? <laughs> See, I didn't want to go up there. I just had to admit my deal. I didn't want to go up there, Brother Lee. But God said, go. go. I said, yes, boy. But even when I got up there, I'm complaining. Amen. Boy, when Jesus walked right out of my car. Plain and left. Amen. Boy, I began to sense something in my heart. I said, Oh wow, God. He said, I'm here all the time. Yeah. Where are you at? Oh, man, man. Hallelujah. And he began to change the whole atmosphere. Right. That was three o'clock in the morning. He didn't change till we left there. Amen. Amen. Because I said, Oh God, help me. Take that pride out of me. Amen. See, that's what holds us from the things that God has for us. Amen. Amen. From pride. Amen. Do you want to make him Lord of your life this morning? I pray that every person in here is saved. Amen. Amen. I don't know your heart, but I feel like in my spirit, hey, if you're not, today can be your day. Amen. Amen. The Bible quickly tells us, you know, we can be saved so easily. The Bible just tells us what you've got to do is you've got to believe in your heart and confess with your mouth 
that God raised Jesus from the dead. And the scripture says, if you believe and confess, you will be saved. For with the heart one believes unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. And even out there on the live stream today, if you don't know Jesus Christ, amen, and you ain't made him Lord and Savior of your life, I plead with you today. Maybe your last chance. I plead with you. It's as simple as it is. Father God, I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. I know I've sinned against you. But I believe that you sent Jesus, your one dear and only son, to die for me. To go to that suffering cross and shed his precious blood to cover my horrible sins. Dear Lord Jesus, I pray, forgive me of my sins. Come into my heart. Save me. Wash me in your precious blood and make me whole. See, if you prayed that prayer and you're sincere from the bottom depths of your heart, you at that very moment, Jesus will come into your heart. Amen. His spirit will take priority in your heart and he'll begin to work in your life. But that is the first step. The next step is making him Lord of our lives. Amen. Lord in control of our lives. Amen. God, help us today. The struggles we face, we bring so many of them on ourselves. God help us. You may be here today. Brother, if you would, go back there and put on, put this song right here on. Boy, just man, Let me give you this. Lord, just put this in my spirit. And hallelujah. God, just bear with me a minute. God does things now. I quit planning things and services. I don't know which way I'm going anymore. Number 12, amen. Hallelujah. Just put it on low. And, and, and this song is going to reveal to us even today. And I'm going to tell you, I cry out to you. Please pray for me. Because this new year is going to be different for me. Amen. Amen. It's going to be different. Hallelujah. I declare it, devil. Because this is going to die. Amen. David's going to die. Amen. Amen. And I'm going to do God's work. Amen. Amen. Why? Because my heart's ready to do it. I want to see people delivered of all this And I believe if we're faithful, we're fixing to see a move of God that we can't even comprehend. I want to be in the center of it. I want to see those kids preach. And then I want to see them prophesy. The word says it like. Who's in the way? David, I got to get out of the way. Amen. Hallelujah. So if you're in here today and you've got a struggle, something in your life, and you ain't even got to tell me what it is. You ain't got to tell me. I don't even want to know. I'll tell you what mine is. My pride. Amen. But God's hammering on it more and more and more. Amen. Amen. I'll admit what mine is. Amen. Amen. He's hammering on it. He's trying to get it out. He'll take that chisel. Now hammer and go to pound it. Amen. Amen. But if you've got something you're struggling with in your life, I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you today. The Bible says we're any two agree on earth. Any two agree on earth. Whatever we ask. He shouted down for us by our Father in heaven. Jesus himself said it. So you said, I want to touch and agree with you. Why? I'm asking you to pray for me that God will deliver me from everything that's holding me out of this will. So if this song plays, if you've got something you want me to pray with you about, I'm here. If not, there's the altar if you just want to go up there and pray. That's up to you. Amen. That's up to you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to Fairview Christian Radio. If you wouldn't mind, please subscribe to the podcast so you never miss when we upload a new episode. You can also subscribe to the church's YouTube channel. The link for that is in the show notes. Also in the show notes, 
you'll see a link to our Facebook page. You can follow us on there too. God bless you and have a great day.